Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. This episode is sponsored by Duckish Natural Skincare. I am super excited that they have jumped on board to sponsor the show because I actually know Carolyn Crew, the founder, personally. A couple of years ago, before there was a Reignite Your Ambition coaching program, before there was a workshop, before there was an ambitious everyday journal, I had an idea for an exercise to help people get clear on what drives their ambition so that they could set goals, feel fulfilled, and have something to strive for. So before I could do that, I actually had a group of entrepreneurs that I knew and I asked them if I could test the exercise on them. So I asked Carolyn, what is the something that you're striving for? What drives your ambition? What motivates you to get up every day and go to work? And she said 2%. And I didn't really expect an answer like that. And I asked her to explain. And she said that only 2% of women entrepreneurs actually reach a million dollars in annual revenue in their businesses. And that is what motivated her to start Duckish Natural Skincare. They have lotion sticks, lip balm, baby products, and bath products. They're really innovative. And my favorite product is their lotion stick. It looks like deodorant, but it's actually lotion. So you just rub it on your legs, you rub it on your arms, your hands, your face. You can even use it as a lip balm. And I love it because it's solid. And when I travel, I can keep it in my carry-on and I don't need to worry about having too much liquid to get through security. And for all of the Diversity at Work listeners, Duckish is offering you 15% off of your order. So you need to head to duckish.ca, that is D-U-C-K-I-S-H, .ca and enter the promo code diversity at work at checkout and you will get 15% off of your order. The way I see it is that if you need to buy lotion anyways, might as well buy it from a women-owned business so that you can do your part to close the gender gap. They ship to the US and Canada, so head to duckish.ca and enter the promo code diversity at work and you will get 15% off. Hi and welcome to the diversity at work podcast. It's me Andrea Jansen and today we are talking about setting goals. Why am I doing a podcast about setting goals? Because you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. So having clarity on where you're going what you're striving for is super important so that you can get to the point of writing them down. Having goals helps you to set intentions, it can help you be more productive, and if you don't know what your goals are, if you don't know what's important, if you don't know what you're aiming for, it's really hard to come up with a plan to get there. So I wanna go back and I want you to remember the definition of ambition. So that is the desire to achieve something that typically requires determination and hard work. So what gets people stuck in the grind? What's, what gets people not feeling fulfilled? What gets people feeling badly about the word ambition is when you can't articulate that something that you're striving for. So if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know that big thing that you're striving for, all of that hard work is not worth it. So you won't put in the work. 
you won't be moving towards something. You'll just be kind of puttering along, seeing where things are going and coasting, and you probably won't be feeling fulfillment. So getting clear on what drives your ambition is super, super important. And if you don't know what drives your ambition, if you don't know what your core values are, that's okay. I want you to figure that out. So go back to episode 22 of this podcast. It was just the one right before this one. And I walk you through the exercise that I take every single one of my clients through when they start working with me on how to figure out what drives your ambition. I literally walk you through it on that episode. So go back and listen to it and figure that out. So the opportunity that you have is to feel ambitious every single day, to feel fulfillment and joy, to feel like you're contributing to something, to move forward, to be a role model, and to inspire other people to find fulfillment in their jobs and in their personal lives. So that's what is at stake for you. If you can figure out what that is that you're striving for and you can set goals to fuel your ambition every single day. So this can also help you to feel less overwhelmed, gives you something to focus on. And I wanna talk about this feeling of being overwhelmed. So I have a business coach, her name is Madeline Court. And in one of my online courses, I actually asked her to make a video about productivity. And I wanted her to share with all of my clients these productivity hacks that she used on me. And it was so interesting when we started recording this video, the first thing she said that she made me do when we were working together was she said, I got Andrea really crystal clear on her goals. I helped her figure out what the big picture was And once we knew that, we could work backwards and come up with a plan and really be clear on what is important, what are the things that I needed to do, and what are the things that I didn't need to do? What are the time wasters and what are the things that are moving me towards my goals? So I was expecting some productivity hack, but really it was bringing it back down to the goals, being clear on where you're going and coming up with a plan to get there. So I brought this up with my friend, Pat. He is from the Engineering and Leadership Podcast, and he is a productivity expert. He's an engineer by trade. He also has an MBA, and he loves systems. He loves productivity. He is really good at helping people be more productive in their job. So I asked him, Pat, what can I do? What is like the first step to being more productive? And you'll never guess what he said. He said, Andrea, it's taking the time every week to get clear on your goals, and then diving into the details after that of the steps that you need to take to accomplish them. So I'm waiting for this complicated science engineering answer, and it literally came down to being clear on your goals. So that is why I am making this podcast today. So So what leadership coaches actually do is help people achieve goals for a living. And I do this in my group coaching programs and also my one-on-one coaching programs. And in every single thing that I do, I get my clients to write down their goals because this is a way of 
holding the client accountable to actually put in the work to make things happen. It's also a way for me to make sure that people are getting a return on their investment. So coaching is an investment in your personal and professional development. And I wanna make sure if you're going to spend the money, spend the time doing the work that it's gonna pay off. So if I don't know what your goal is, it's really hard for me to hold you accountable to achieve it. But the interesting thing about this, I would say 90% of the time when people start working with me, they don't actually know what their goals are. So this is completely normal, but we write something down anyway. So at the end of the first session, at the end of the first week in all of my programs, we talk about goals and I get people to write them down and share them. And the interesting thing that happens is when people see it written down, it helps you realize whether that's the right goal or whether that's the wrong goal. So in the first session with my one-on-one clients, we I we write down the goals and then I write them down and then I put them in a PDF and I send them back to the client so that they can review them. And I want them to say, Andrea, yes, I'm committed to this. Like, let's make a plan for this to happen in my life. And then we go from there and we work towards that goal. But more often than not, it happens is they see that goal written down on paper and when it's time to commit to it, they're like, no, that is not the right goal. And that act of recognizing that this is the not the right goal actually helps them figure out what the right goal is. So usually by the second or third session of us working together, um, my clients are able to be, be clear on what they want and where they wanna go. So is setting a goal simple? Yes. Does it happen quickly? Maybe not. It is really a process. And this idea of writing things down, reflecting on it, and then refining is really what I want you to take away from today. So I want to talk about a really popular time of year when people set goals. So that is January, New Year's resolutions. And I read an article earlier this year that coined the term Quitter's Day, and that is January 12th. And how they figured out that January 12th is the day when most people give up on their New Year's resolutions is that Strava, which is a fitness app that tracks your steps, your physical activity, they actually just looked at the numbers of people, you know, the big group of people who starts exercising on January 1st or 2nd, and when that kind of tapers away. And people were only able to stay committed to those goals that they set for their fitness in January for 12 days. Okay, that is not very long. And that tells me that a lot of those people probably set the wrong goal. They didn't actually take the time to figure out, you know, is this what I really want? Is this something that is linked to my ambition? Is this going to fuel me every single day? And am I going to feel motivated to put in the work to keep going. And let's just say, like the numbers are telling us that most people are not able to put in the work. So they haven't figured out, they don't have that motivation. And it's not that they're not motivated, they just haven't figured out what is the thing that they want out of this? Like what is really the goal? And they need to really dig deeper and figure out what that real goal is. So they started with the wrong goal and they started doing it and where they made the mistake, where most people make the mistake is that they just stop. Whereas there's this opportunity to get curious and be like, okay, that was the wrong goal. Okay, now what's the right goal? 
and really figuring out what is that right goal so that you can choose a goal that's going to inspire you and motivate you to want to keep showing up every single day so that you can get that result because goals don't happen overnight. So where people get stuck, I want to tell you a little bit about that. So number one, the most common place people get stuck is they set their goal based on society's expectations. And I don't want to beat up fitness goals for that because having fitness goals is really important. I have fitness goals myself. But when you set a goal in January that's like, I'm going to lose weight this year, it is really based on the media, what other people are talking about. Maybe your neighbor says that and you're like, yeah, I'll join the gym with you. And then 12 days later, you're not going anymore because that wasn't your goal. You base that goal on other people's expectations of you because you know what? Everyone's set in fitness schools in January. So you just jumped on that bandwagon and did it as well. But the motivation and that something that you're striving for wasn't there. So the second one, and this one is for professional goals. So people get really stuck in the org chart. So you're starting your job, say you're an accounting manager and you're like, my goal is to be the accounting director. And all you can think about is the org chart in your company and that next logical step. You can't think beyond that what other possibilities could be there. Like maybe you can move into finance. Maybe you could move into marketing. Maybe you could switch industries. But knowing what is fulfilling for you, what you're striving for will help you to figure out where you want to go. So people get really limited in the org chart and they can only see kind of like one road that they can take where the reality is there is so many options. So the next one that gets people stuck and this is um, for professional goals is you let your degree label you or the things that you were good at in school define where you need to go. So I had a conversation with a new grad just a couple weeks ago and we're talking about social media and all the opportunity that there is to really like have a career as a social media manager or work at an agency, be a content creator, be an influencer. And there's so much possibility there. And this new grad said, but my degree is not in social media. My degree is in something else. And I'm like, who cares, right? Like you got a degree That shows that you can learn, that shows that you can think, that shows that you can be creative. Just because you don't have a degree in marketing or social media, it doesn't matter. You can learn that. And these possibilities for you as a new grad are endless. The other place that people get stuck is you feel like you have to have it all figured out before you get started. So people a lot of the time say, especially for coaching, because people know that coaching helps you achieve goals. They say, Andrea... I don't know what my goal is, so I can't get your help. And the truth is, you're gonna keep waiting. Like if you don't know what your goal is and you don't actually take action to try to figure that out, you are gonna be still in the same spot six months from now. So the thing that you need to remember is that writing down your goals, even if it's wrong, and starting that work towards it and reflecting on it will help you figure out what the right goal is. So you don't need to have it all figured out before you start. And the beautiful thing about this is if you set the wrong goal, it's fine if you start doing it. And if you reflect back, you're going to realize, you know what, this doesn't feel right. This is maybe the direction, maybe I thought this was my big goal, this was the direction I wanted to head, but you know, it doesn't feel right right now. So that's a trigger for you to go back and be like, okay, I'm gonna review my goals, and that's the wrong goal. Okay, great. Now try to figure out what the right goal is. 
So people try to achieve the wrong goal. You set this big goal and you base it on either other people's expectations, society's expectations, things that you know. So the only way forward, like in an org chart, if, you, if you've only ever seen somebody go one way in your company, you think that's the only way for you. So how, you might be wondering, okay, this is all great. You're Andrea, you're sharing all these places people get stuck and some of these might be relevant to you. Some of them may not be, but I'm sure at least one of them you can kind of think of for yourself or somebody that you know has faced those. So how do you figure out the right goal? So I have three things that I want you to do. So number one is get below the surface and take some time to figure out what is important to you and acknowledge and celebrate that this is going to be different from other people. So go back to the last podcast episode, that's episode 22, and go through the exercise that I take you through in that episode. It's called What Drives Your Ambition, and really figure out what that something is that you want to strive for, the something that will bring you fulfillment, that will bring you joy. That is where you need to be linking your goals to. So if you have a big goal, just think about, okay, how does this link to my something? How does this fuel my ambition? How is this gonna keep me motivated every single day? How am I gonna, am I gonna wanna do the work to achieve this? And if you don't feel like the work is worth it, then that's the wrong goal. So get curious and come up with some new ones. Or if you're not sure, just get started and see how you feel and reflect back as you're taking action towards this goal. Is it giving you fulfillment? Fulfillment? Is it making you think about joy? Is it making you feel happy? Is it making you feel like you're progressing? If yes, keep going. If not, just explore. Explore what it is. Like maybe you need to make a little shift and strive for something else. So that's the first one. The second one is write these down. I have talked to so many people that say, oh, I have this goal in my head. But the thing is, goals in your head, it's really hard to make them happen. And you can easily get stuck in your head, right? That's where people go when it's like, oh, I can't get started because you're like in your head overanalyzing. So just write it down and get it out of your head on a piece of paper, in your journal, type it up on your computer, whatever works for you, get it out of your head, write it down. When you see it there physically, that will help you to see if it inspires you. Does it link to your ambition? And then keep writing them down day after day, every single day. And then when you keep writing them down, if you're writing something down for five days in a row, by the end of five days, you might be more clear on whether that's inspiring for you or not. So I'll give you an example of this. So I have been writing down some goals for the past couple months, every single day doing this exercise. And at first I wrote down the goal. I live in Hawaii. That was something that I wanted to write down. Then I'm writing it down every day. And then I realize I'm kind of visualizing it. And I'm realizing that that is not what I want. That's not actually my goal. And so I changed it to be, I travel for three months every year because really it's my values. My ambition is driven by adventure and that sense of adventure, being in different places all the time, having that as a goal and trying to build my life around that, that is the right goal. But that trip to Hawaii, that was really based on other people's expectations, because a lot of people dream about going to Hawaii. I see lots of pictures on social media of doing that. And I thought, you know what, that looks nice, but 
at, yeah, after reflecting on it for five days, I realized that is not my goal. And it was really, really powerful because then I could figure out what the right goal was. So this brings me to my third one is be creative and really visualize what is possible. So really don't limit yourself with what other people's goals are. Don't limit yourself to what's possible in your organization, what other people have done, because it really limits the possibility. It really limits the thinking that you have of what you can actually achieve. So now I wanna walk you through a tool, and this is a coaching tool um, by the NLP coaching methodology. So that stands for neuro-linguistic programming. So it's a coaching methodology. It's all about visualization. And this technique that I'm going to teach you right now is used by a lot of motivational speakers, business and personal growth experts. And it's the idea that positive affirmations hack your brain into believing that it's true. And if you believe that something is true, it gets you to take action. So let me back it up a little bit. It's the idea of writing your goals in the present tense like they have already happened. So this is what it looks like. So when you're thinking about a goal and writing it down for yourself, instead of writing, I want to get a new job where I can feel fulfilled, you write this instead. I have a job and I am fulfilled every day. Um, So instead of I want to be on the senior leadership team, it is I am on the senior leadership team. Instead of I want to run a marathon one day, it's like I have ran a marathon. And this is really powerful. So some people that I follow, so Rachel Hollis does this way, does it this way. Grant Cardone does it this way. And one example that was really, really resonated for me was Grant Cardone actually writes down his goals this way in the future tense, in the present tense, like he's already achieved them in the morning and at night. So twice a day, he reflects on his goals. And what he was talking about is at the beginning, he was writing things down kind of like society's, based on society's expectations. So he's writing things down like, I have a million dollars in the bank. My business is growing at this much. I have acquired new customers. And because he's very, very focused on success, on entrepreneurs and growing, doing really big things. Um, But then he started to, as he's been reflecting on the goals, writing them down two times a day, he got under the surface and really explored as like, what is this money all about? What is all of this all about? And this is what he wrote. He said, every day he writes down, like, I am the biggest donor at my church. And that's what I mean by seeing other possibilities, because it's not the I have make a million dollars every year or I have a million dollars in the bank. It's like, what does that million dollars do and getting below the surface? And it's really hard to do that on the first shot. So he does this every single day. I've been doing this for a couple months every day, and I feel like I'm still refining. So this practice of writing down your goals every single day with a pen and paper can really help you to dig below the surface and really figure out what the right goals are for you. So a couple things to remember. Goal setting is a process. It takes time. You need to get creative. And don't stress about writing down the wrong goal. Even if you don't know what your goal is, if you're not even sure what drives your ambition, just start writing it down because when you write it down, it's easy to see when it's the wrong one. And by writing those wrong ones down, it will get you closer to figuring out what the right one is. It'll give you that opportunity to look below the surface and see what that right goal is that you can strive towards that's gonna be aligned with your ambition so that you will want to do the work every single day towards that goal and you will feel joy and you will feel fulfilled. 
So I want to answer a bunch of questions that I get from people all the time about goal setting, about coaching, and about really taking the time to invest in yourself. So the first one is, Andrea, when I do this work, when I set goals, when I set these really, really big goals, do I do it on my work self or my professional self? And the truth is, they're the same. So think about your life as like a holistic life and what that means. So go back to that Grant Cardone example. He talked about he was really writing on financial goals and that was because he's an entrepreneur and that's how he makes money. So thinking about it that way, he's writing down these financial goals. He goes below the surface and he realizes, okay, I want to be the biggest donor at my church. So he writes down, I am the biggest donor at my church. And that links to his professional self because that's how he needs to make the money but doing being a donor at his church that's a personal thing so they're really really linked so try to don't think of them as separate think of them as being intertwined and a lot of people say Andrea when I know what my goal is that's when I'm going to get started that's when I'm going to listen to that podcast and figure out what drives my ambition but the thing is Goal setting is a process and it's not just going to happen. So literally by starting, you are going to be closer to figuring out what your goals are. A lot of people also say, Andrea, I'm not ready to commit to this direction, so I can't write it down. So like I said before, I probably sound like a broken record. If you write down the wrong goal and you start working towards it, if you're being reflective, if you are aware about those things that drive your ambition, you're gonna feel that it's wrong. Like you're gonna feel like I'm not fulfilled doing this. I'm like putting in the work, I'm not feeling fulfilled. That is the sign that you need to go back and really look at that goal and figure out what is it about this goal that's not working? What other goals could I have? So another thing people ask me about all the time is they say, Andrea, I am so overwhelmed. I can't take on a new goal until this, 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 and this, and this is done. So the thing is, life is busy. Life is crazy. Everybody wants work-life balance. And the challenge is that it's never going to really happen if you're going all over the place. So having a big goal and having a direction will literally help you to prioritize because you will be able to tell what is important and what isn't important. And when you don't know what you're striving for, you don't know what that something is, everything's going to seem important and you're going to be pulled in so many different directions. And when you're trying to do everything, you're not going to be moving forward. Another misconception that I hear all the time is people say, Andrea, I just got a job. Yay, congratulations, I'm so happy for you. I don't need to set goals because I have achieved the goal. But what I say to people like that, and so if this is you, getting the job is just the beginning. You need to set a goal on how you're gonna show up. Where is this job gonna take you? What are your goals in this organization? And the best time to do it is right when you're starting. There is a book and there's evidence-based articles um, called The First 90 Days that say the actions that you take and the intentions that you set in the first 90 days of a new job are directly correlated to your success in that organization. So if you just started a new job, if you just started a new opportunity, getting really clear on your goals and what you're striving for is really, really important because if you don't, you're going to show up and you're just going to be 
you might get overwhelmed because you don't know what you're focused on or you're just going to kind of go with the flow and you might get sucked down that road of setting goals based on the org chart or on other people's expectations. So sounds great. So what I want you to do now is if you are ready to start setting goals, you can actually download my free journal. And in it, I walk you through that exercise that I take every single client through. It is called What Drives Your Ambition? It goes really deep and there is quite a few questions to help you get clear on what that something is that you're striving for. And there is also, I explain in the journal how to set goals and how to use this methodology of writing them in the present tense like you've already achieved them. And there's nine days of journaling prompts so you don't have to think about it. You could literally look at the page and I ask you the question and you just have to write down the goals. And by the end of those nine, nine days, the, the, you should be really clear on what you're striving for and some goals where you could set up a plan to achieve them that are going to fulfill you. And the best part is all of that hard work that you're going to need to do, it's going to be worth it. So go to andreajansen.com forward slash journal and you can get your journal. So download it right away and let me know what your goals are because I would love to cheer you on. And I'm going to do another episode next week talking about how to engage other people to help you achieve your goals. So we're going to talk about sponsorship and how you can engage sponsors. So those are people who are going to open doors for you and give you opportunities so that you can be strategic and have other people looking out for you and helping you to achieve those goals. So that'll be coming out next week on Thursday. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Hey, if you're still listening to the podcast, if you've made it this far, I would probably assume that you're getting some value out of these weekly podcasts. And I would like to ask you a favor. If you could take a minute to give me a review on iTunes. So click on the podcast, give me some comments, give me some feedback because that helps spread the word about the Diversity at Work podcast and it helps to build more diversity champions and get people learning, get people curious about what it's really gonna take to close the gender gap. And after you've done that, if you still have some time, you could take a screenshot of the podcast and post it in your social media. That can help spread the word as well. Thank you so much.